What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the Sunday Leagues Investors Podcast. My name is Brian, and today we have Bob over here. You want to say hi? What's up? And then also we have the wonderful Luigi. You want to say what's up? What's going on? What's going on, guys? It's your boy Luigi. Awesome. And we have three trio, the three amigos today. We're going to talk about the U.S. Men's National Team Podcast. And I did not, I did not force these guys to be here, but um, they're here, right? Are you guys excited? Brian's favorite, man. We, <laughs> hey, we're, we're doing this for you. Just FYI. <laughs> just to keep me here. Just to keep me here. So it's more but, support. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But, but before we get into it, how y'all doing? Um, I know last time we checked off, checked up with you, Luigi, I know you were looking for a PlayStation five. I didn't get one for you, but, um, how's that, how's that been going? <laughs> yeah. Um, just a quick update on that. Did not work out. Um, I've been checking. I, ha- I had to go into Craigslist to check on that too, <laughs> but that hasn't worked out either. But if you guys, by the way, if you guys can, if you guys have any, any extra PS5s for sale, just uh, hit Brian up. I know he'll buy one for me for Christmas. Oh, no, for retail. For re- no, for re- yeah. If, it, if you sell it for retail, I'll buy it and I'll resell it again. <laughs> I know, guy. But, but hey, other than that, man, I'm very happy. Uh, like I was telling you guys, Venezuela played today. They finally yes. won. So I want to say they're back in the race for uh, World Cup qualifiers. So it's just uh, good to see, you know, a little bit of. Um, Positive <laughs> in the hope, 20, hope. In 2020. I think hope is is what you're referring positive, to. Po- positive feedback from the team, you know. So that's. Good. <laughs> hey, I, yeah, you guys beat um, Venezuela. Played against uh, Chile. 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 So two yeah. one. Chile is a very good team. So I'm. I'm yeah. I'm impressed. Yeah, and, and you guys are back in the race. So it'll be cool for you guys to make a run. You know, 18 matches. So that's that's a long that's a long <laughs> run. I, I don't even know how that's going to even happen with CONCACAF because CONCACAF hasn't <laughs> even started. Um, but yeah, but how are you, how are you, Bob? I know you started playing your Xbox and everything. Anything else? Oh, today, Man City has been, all your Man City players has been playing really well. I don't, you, this is probably news to you. Rim Diaz has a bra- got a brace. Uh, yeah, Mary told me that. Torres, three goals. Um, no I'm sure there's, deal. <laughs> there's a lot of different players, but hey, yeah, how you been doing? Doing great, you know, came back from my mom's. So didn't get to play Xbox actually this whole weekend. Very disappointing. But it's all right though. Spent time with the family. And that's what you know, matters. That's, that's what matters. It. That's what you matters. know, and happy for Luigi that uh Venezuela has a chance to qualify for the World Cup for the first time. Hey, yes. thank you, thank you. Yes, Venezuela uh-huh. versus USA twenty twenty two World Cup final. Hey, I'll tell you what though, no one's gonna be watching that. (laughs) I know you and me will be tuned in. I'll tell you that. Um, but anyways, uh about me, I was just listening. I know you guys were wondering. Oh, wait, wait, hold on, Brian, before you start. You know, how are you, Brian? How you doing? Oh, good, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I'm doing I'm doing well. I watched a few a few football matches, a few soccer matches. I was listening to a Grant Wall um podcast he's a really um good journalist and he actually interviewed jesse marsh just a quick shout out uh the guy that we've been up that we've been really high about has been dominic shobosly i actually found out how to say his name shobosly for rb like rb salzburg you know the question was grant wall was like you know who do you do you think you keep on to all your players in this january window and jesse marsh was straight up like no and he was like dominic's basically gone he's gonna be going somewhere we just don't know where he's gonna go so whoever is holding the bag on him i think you'll be pretty happy when it comes winter hey <laughs> right bob 
Hey, we're not holding the bag on him. We have a few. We have a few Dominics. Hey, but anyways, um, let's 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 point out another thing. Today we posted a story. It was really interesting. There was a really cool Mike Tyson post. He's supposed to be fighting in November. This November or December? I don't know. It's like the end of the November. End of November. Okay, I don't November know. Who, oh shoot, it's coming something. close. It's, yeah. Yeah. Um, next week, I think. So I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, it seems like you know a lot about this. He did hey. research. I uh, watch ESPN. <laughs> <laughs> Slow day for ESPN then. And, but but oh, yes, it's uh, November twenty eighth. <laughs> November twenty eighth. Okay, yeah. Mark Staples that. Center. Oh dang, Staples Center. Wow. Against who? Against um the other old guy, right? Roy Jones Jr. Is it really Roy Jones? Well, I, I, actually, it's postponed. It's postponed. I don't know. This is what Google gives me. So postponed. Damn. Just don't add us. All right. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I guess it's Roy Jones Jr. is postponed for some reason. Okay. That's what Wookie says. Yeah, that's what that's what Google says too. Anyways, I don't know what, what was the point. Okay, but anyways, the reason why we are talking about that is because we had a question that was posted today, and it'll be really interesting to hear your guys' thoughts. You know, well, Bob actually made the post. He asked. You gave me the inspiration. I gave you the inspiration. Oh, the picture. oh yeah, sent me the I did ask. earlier. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So basically, it was a really rip Mike Tyson at fifty something years old, and we wanted to ask everyone if you would ever go one round with him for one card that you could pick any card mm. in the world mm. luigi you know you you talk a big game you know would you would you go one get one round with mike tyson no headgear um you know just some gloves i don't know what they call them 20s or what do they call four eights or something <laughs> Hey man, um, I'll I'll do anything to get that uh, Yanga Herrera card. I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh yeah. damn! Okay, all right. Damn. Sign, yeah, sign so Luigi you. up. <laughs> sign me up. Sign me up. How about you, Bob? Would you Would you take one for the team? Damn, it depends on what the team's asking for. <laughs> for any card, so if you if, pick if it's an on hand Herrera card, I don't think I think I'll throw in the white flag for that one. But would you Would you go in for a round for? Let's just say money wise, any money. Oh man! Um, like one one million dollars. How will that? That make it easier for you? I'm not too sure, but like one of our viewers, he said, Brandon uh, Brandon Davis, he said he'll sell his car to pay his hospital bills. So if I got on around for one million dollars for Mike Tyson, I think that one million will go to my hospital bills. Yeah, you would, especially in America, that would definitely be easily probably a few days, and it'll probably just be the check-in. Will be a million dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but probably. But, but what was really interesting was that on our post we had a poll. So get this: forty-four people said yes, and then forty-six people said no. So that gave like a forty-nine percent yes ratio and a fifty-one percent no ratio. Um, hey, I agree. I agree. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> I just think we have some people in a community that's pretty wild. You know, they'll do anything for cards. The, the anything. Yeah. yeah. And then we have the 51% that are very, you know, uh, could think logical. Intellectual. Intellectual. So, <clears throat> but that was, a, that was a really cool. Wait, so, what? So, Luigi, you would go in a one round for uh, Mike no, Tyson? No, yeah, on the real, like, would you really go one round with Mike nah, Tyson? No, 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 no. You're crazy, man. You, you, you could die, bro. Like, you could literally, like, he'll punch you and you'll, you'll die. Like, yeah, I, I learned, like, I was watching UFC, you're not supposed to leave your mouth open. So if you talk to yeah. your mouth and keep your shoulder to your chin or something like that. Oh, yeah. You, you could, you know, take the blow hey, a little bit uh, easier. Everyone, everyone watch out for Brian's uh, uh, UFC podcast coming out. To, to teach you guys how to fight. Yeah, yeah, I'll get my ass beat. 
<laughs> but okay, all right. Let's, let's let's talk about what we're here for. The U.S. men's national team. They actually finally played their first two games, friendlies, international friendlies, in a long, long time. It's been it's been such like ages. And before we get into it and just talk about like kind of like our thoughts and you know some individual performances, I wanted to kind of just do some references. If you guys want to learn more about like tactical analysis stuff, there's some good podcasts that we listen to, or at least I listen to. Is Total Soccer Show is one. The MLS Allocation Disorder is one. They do very, very good job and just breaking down what the actual game is all about. But at the Sunday League Investors, we just talk about, you know, what comes off our dome. So, you know, on the two games, USA versus Wales, it was a nil-nil draw. USA versus Panama, it was a 6-2 win for USA. Uh, so what I wanted to ask you guys was, did you guys, did you guys um, have any thoughts just like off the dome, what you thought about USA in general? Tell you what, USA needs to be able to uh, be, beat teams like Wales too, you know? Damn, Bob, I always like your input, man. I know. <laughs> wow, that was great. Um, okay. Yeah, it was very uh, in-depth. <laughs> well, what about you, Luigi? What do you think about the USA versus Wales nil-nil draw? Like, do well, we, Yeah. Well, man, you know, let's start off by saying, you know, I think at this point we all know that USA has a lot of potential, man. Like they, they got players all over, you know, and, you know, I'm I'm quite jealous, you know, because I wish Venezuela had that. But, dude, USA, they got players all over and, you know, in top clubs, too, you know. Yeah. So so which is which is crazy. Super young players, too, man. So but the potential is there, dude. They they're not showing it though. I mean, Ooh, I feel, I, dude, I'll tell you this, man. I'll tell you this against. Well, I, I you know, I, I didn't watch the full game. I did end up watching a little bit. You know, the game ended up in a tie. Not, I'm not, you know, too impressed with that. And then they come here and play against Panama, but Panama, man, they were playing with a really young team as well. And most of these players that are playing in Panama. They played, they were playing, they played in second and third divisions overseas. <laughs> and if they didn't play there, they were playing like in Costa Rica, Guatemala, you know, countries like that, dude, where, you know, soccer is not as big, of course. But so, the, you know, it's not a really fair competition to see, to say, hey, you know, USA is, is showing, you know, they're, they're actually going to compete in the next World Cup. You know, I'm, I'm not, we're not there yet to say that, but the potential is there. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I think one thing is just different perspective on how to look at the game. So what, how I was looking at the game was, yeah, results are cool. It's, it's, it's interesting, but it is international friendly. Granted, Wales played their, like, their C team or something like that. And Panama, they had a team out there. <laughs> so, um, so, and, and, but what I was looking more for was like how different styles were they playing. Like it was really noticeable to have like some of these players that play in Europe and, you know, these young guys, you see Eunice Musa. I mean, I love seeing Eunice Musa, Tyler Adams, and McKenney. That was a really interesting midfield trio that I have never seen for the U.S. men's national team. And what I was looking for was more like, you know, can they get out tight spaces? You know, do they know what they want to do with the ball? Um, can they turn? Can they transition from defense to offense? And they really showed it. I, I, you know, even though Wales, they didn't get a result. Um, I mean, they had, they had legit playing that false nine role. I think that, you know, that that's, that does play a, a part. And the, one of the reasons why they weren't able to get really good attacks was basically they didn't have runs bef- behind, the vertic- bef- behind the lines to get vertical. Um, and when you see Panama, yeah, they pre- completely demolished Panama, but I really love the intricate passing they had, um, which was really important, and the pattern of play. that 
it was just different, man. Like, you know, usually when you see U.S. men's national team, they're very direct. They just kick the ball up mm. and wait for individual brilliance. But, like, they really had some team um, connections. And it was, I just I, – I am really excited about that. That's why I'm excited about I wasn't excited about – obviously, we didn't have a number nine. Like, we had um, – that who was, who was that young guy? Uh, Nicholas uh, Giacchini. So something like that. So, yeah. Yeah. He had a, he had a few goals there, but you know, I was really impressed. There was no Josh Sargent, no Pulisic. Um, and they did show in Panama, they were showing like this type of pressing that was really fun to watch. It was like called counter pressing. I learned that today. That's like, um, you know, they were doing a lot of different things. I've never seen the U S men's national team do before. So that, that was basically well, it's kind of easy to say that when you go against Panama, it's basically like a live practice for them. Yeah. But, but the thing, thing is I've seen USA versus Panama where they would go eight nil. Right. But it was straight, just brute force. Like they would just, you know, run behind the lines, go direct. You know, this was a little bit different, you know? So I thought it was really interesting uh, to me. Hey, uh, I got a question for you, Brian. Yes, sir. What, what were you feeling when you saw Panama score the first goal? <laughs> me? I was like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> here, we go, here we go again i was like you know i've always wondered how miaska is still there because <laughs> i get i get tim ream because tim ream was taking spot for john brooks and john brooks we got to protect him with our life because he is like our best center back one of our best center backs to ever play the game for the u.s and it was weird to see miaska i wish i saw i got to see chris richards a little bit more but mm. i guess he's not ready for big time so that was really odd but um no yeah, it was kind of like, damn, I'm glad I didn't bet in this game, but <laughs> but it was it was a co- really crazy scare. What do you think when you saw the first goal? I was happy. I was happy because because <laughs> I because I knew you were mad. I knew you were mad. Yeah, I know yeah. you had life at that moment. So yeah, dude, I was like, what the hell? Like again? <laughs> yeah, but anyways, um, do you guys have any other thoughts before we get into like individual performances though? um let's see we actually talked about actually i mentioned you mentioned to me i think yesterday yeah it was yesterday how usa needs to be able to play against like beat panama because like when they go in the world cup qualifiers they play these type of teams and yeah usa usually ends up either tying or losing aka trinidad tobago they end up (laughs) like not being able to uh, beat these teams yeah these type of teams yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great point. I, I think it's really important that they play against teams like Panama. Like, CONCACAF games are so different. Like, I don't know how it is with the South American qualifying, but, like, I know you talked about Bolivia, right? You have to learn how to play in Bolivia uh, with yeah. the altitude and everything. Like, with USA and Panama, USA versus Trinidad Tobago, even, like, the real, even smaller teams, you got to be able to play them because they're super dirty and got a little dirty i mean i think usa kind of like was like instigators oh, a little yeah. bit like mckenny was like instigating a little bit but um but knowing how to play concacaf opponents is just a different world like especially when you play at their place you know some of these guys don't even get sleep because like their people are outside their hotels you know oh yeah with the fireworks just like yeah yeah so it's a young yep. team it's a young team so i'm i'm, I'm ecstatic about it yeah, man. Another an, another fact that we got to remember is that your boy from Valencia, uh, Musa, um, a thing to remember is uh, like, uh, I know I had a post, we had a post on him for a prospect and someone commented that he ain't capped yet. No, not yet. For for USA. It has to be an, an official game. So, you know, at least the thing I got to say, at least the coach put him in. So he must be happy. You know, he must feel welcome. So he probably likes it to play. So you know, it's I, I think right now it's a safe bet to say that, um, you know, he will be playing for USA long term. So, yeah, I, I think so. Um, 
there's a U.S. men's national team Instagram that like like literally just follows these guys and like it seems like they're like the brothers they follow each other and everything like that so oh cool that means something right there you go <laughs> but hey, hey all but, we have to do is uh wait till the world cup qualifiers come around and see how usa places in the standings and then he'll probably switch to the that's true because i think it's like three games right it's like three games and then he he can't switch no more unless it's like world cup like world cup game I it's, think he has to wait, like, if he's played less than three and then wants to switch, I think he has to wait three years to be able to play again yeah, for another national yeah, team. it's so confusing. They, they, they made it super confusing. Um, but let's talk about Yunus Musa. You know, I, I really am excited about him. I know Luigi did a whole entire prospecting guide with, uh, about Yunus Musa. Uh, I'm, I'm really excited to see where he can go. I, you know, I don't know if he should keep playing in Valencia, to be honest with you, because Valencia is a dumpster fire, <laughs> uh, and it hurts me to say that. But there, he's a really great transition player. He, I think he can be really special. Um, like he almost had that a, a really nice run. He had a nice run in Wales, right? You remember that, Luigi? I think we were like messaging each other. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, no, I mean, dude, he yeah, he's you know he's definitely a very talented player, man. I, I, he's he's seventeen, dude. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, man, you could say he's uh, almost the Fatty for USA, man. Um, <laughs> I wish that'd be great. I would love that. Nah, dude, but I mean, you know, seventeen-year-old. Yeah, Valencia, you know, ain't that good right now. But you know, their history is there, uh, and he's gonna get uh, playing at Valencia, dude. A lot of teams are gonna be able to look at him, so he's gonna be he's gonna be followed definitely by top clubs, and you know, from there, if he keeps playing and showing off, he's definitely gonna make that jump to to a bigger club. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. How about you, Bob? Do you do you have any impressions of Yunus Musa? I guess I need to watch him more. Didn't really pay <laughs> close attention. But um, if you guys saying he's a hype man, Man City's gonna come in, buy him for twenty mil, and then you know, we'll see how it goes from that. And yeah, I mean, if they're buying from Valencia, they're probably jipping us anyways. So. But let's talk about some individual performances. Uh, I know we kind of talked about Eunice Musa. Then we also we have D- Serginho Des. I, I really am really excited about G- Serginho Des. He was able to play left. He plays either side fullback. I'd rather see him play on the right side, but we really do not have any left fullback at all. I mean, we have Anthony Robinson, but that's like, I mean, it is such a nightmare. <laughs> like, I get really sketched out when he's out in the back. But Sergio Des has the complete green light to do whatever he wants on on that flank or whatever flank he's playing on. And I'm super excited to see that. I think if you're looking for, like, a really cheap, if it's if Des is still on a cheap and all these other players are expensive, Des is something that you might be want to look into because, you know, obviously he plays for Barcelona and he's going to be playing there too. And, I mean, he's, I think he's special. Uh do you guys find anything special about this or, or I'm talking crazy right now? Um, I like how he's versatile. I think you play either fullback position. So like you said, no USA is weak on the left back. They usually have like Tim Ream out there. Last time I saw them play Tim Ream's a left back and he's not naturally left back. And then, um, yeah, I just got to watch him play more as well. You know, <laughs> who, okay, who do you, who do you watch? Back. Who I watch? Yeah, Man who, City, man. That's all I watch. Kevin <laughs> De Bruyne. But, like, he's all attack, though, right? He, he's not very – is he liable defensively? Um, Somewhat, yeah. I mean, I would definitely say 1v1 defending isn't, like, his, like, forte. Uh, I've definitely seen Actually, him on skates. That game. Yeah, he was on skates. He got megged. He got megged. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's – it is what it is, right? Um, But, yeah, hey, but, you know, I think Des is still a really good pickup if you really want to see somebody long-term. Like, he's going to have that position locked in for a long, long time. So – 
that that there is that. And um, let's talk about Reyna. I thought I one of the comments I've been saying is Reyna. He's eighteen. He just turned eighteen years old. Giovanni Reyna. He had a fir- his first goal against Panama. It was really interesting with the goalkeeper. It's like, I don't know, Luigi. You think you would have got that? Hey, man, with my eyes closed, I would have gotten that. Dude. <laughs> you, were, you were like, you were like, oh my god, what an amazing goal! Yeah, you're like, oh, he's Because, <laughs> like, I just saw, I said it right away, and then when I looked at the replay, I'm like, oh wow, that was okay. You know, it, yeah, I had to go that in somehow. Interesting. <laughs> but but you know what's really interesting about Reyna, he's I think he's cocky. He has his arrogance and he's super confident. Kind of like gives me like the uh Clint Dempsey vibes and I'm really I am just really excited. Like I mean at 17 years old or 18 years old, he's like taking the uh the corners, taking the set pieces and also he was pissed when he didn't get to take the PK. Like, if you guys look at the video, there's a video about when um Nicholas uh Giaucini or Jalcini uh, he missed a PK and Brahino literally just put his arms up and was like, what the hell? <laughs> like, yeah, this guy's trash. Um, uh, but not really. But yeah, I I am like I said, I Reyna in general didn't play that great, though. I, I would say he lost the ball a lot. And I think because he was asked to play differently, because you know, you don't have Holland. <laughs> so you have Legette, Sebastian Legette, and you have Nicholas Giaucini. So I I I I'm still excited about him, but I would say he didn't have like the the debut that I think people were thinking that he would have, though, right? Well, he scored, so. Well, no, he didn't score in his debut, but he scored on his uh, second second attempt. Yeah. Out there. Yeah. What do you think, Luigi? You're thinking. Hey, super so hard. so so Reyna is not cap yet either. <laughs> no, no, he's not cap yet either. I you're mean, yeah, technically, yeah. Are, yes, yeah, that is a factual <laughs> statement. That is a factual statement. Damn. Yeah. Hey, uh, now, now we'll be, now we'll be, I will be worried. <laughs> All right. Well, and then let's talk about some other players that showed up. That was really interesting. The, the youth squad, the youth squad, the, the national team for USA. I've been watching them, you know, the, I think the U20s World Cup and everything. It was kind of cool to see these players go up the ranks. Like Sebastian Soto, he scored two goals. Um, you know, w- with both, I think Richie Ledesma had two assists towards him. And these guys, I've been watching these guys and they're supposed to be some pretty good talents. Uh, Sebastian Soto, I thought he has been having, having some weird club club issues, but if you can get his club issues correct and right, he could be really challenging Josh Sargent for that number nine role. Cause like every time Soto's in the game, he just somehow scores. I know it's his first uh, appearance, but like for his youth team, he's, he's always done that. And Ledesma, he's had his first team call for PSV. So, and now he has his two assists and he's making his name as well. And there's Uli Giannis, uh, Timothy Wea was there. I, I, a lot of people are really excited about Timothy Wea. I, I don't know about you guys. I'm not that excited about him. Um, I think I see a Zardes 2.0 with him. I don't know about Zardes 2.0. I think he's a little bit more explosive than Zardes, but but I just don't think he's he's as good as people say. I think the name holds a little bit more true than um than his actual play. So, but it's cool. You know, I'm glad they're giving give, give him some attention. And then Chris Richards didn't get a lot of minutes, which is kind of weird. Not sure why, but Burhalter sometimes is kind of weird. So, but all those players, did you guys think anybody was interesting? Um, Soto had the situation where like Chile is trying to contact him, but it kind of looks like Soto was just trying to leverage Chile because I don't think he would be playing for Chile, to be honest. Damn. 
Hey, after the game against Venezuela, I think uh, Chile is going to be trying a little bit harder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did Chile need a need a uh, number nine uh, for against Venezuela? Well, you know, uh, in, in, interesting fact: their forward for Chile right now, um, he is the backup of the starting forward for the Timbers MLS. Oh, really? Backup. Yeah. The Timbers. The uh, is it the Timbers? That, that's their name, right? Portland Timbers. Portland Timbers. Portland Timbers. Portland, Portland Timbers. Yeah, yeah. It's their. It's a, it's it's the backup, dude. So, which is interesting fact because the starting forward right now he's hurt. Oh, I'm scared it, now. Was it so, Vargas or something? Is the yeah Vargas, Vargas, yeah, yeah. Vargas. He, he usually starts. Valencia. Yeah, he usually starts. So you know now they got him. So you know that's weird that you know that. They'll, they'll probably take your your boy Brian pretty nah, soon. So. I mean, Soto. <laughs> I, I think Soto was just using that leverage to be called up. I think that's really what happened, and I think it worked. And you know, I think Soto looks, looks good, man. He's super young, um, but these guys won't have any cards, so it's kind of like kind of irrelevant. I mean, Tim Weah has a card. Chris Richards has a tops now, but yeah, Ledesma looks really interesting, man. Like his his crosses, his delivery pieces are like on dimes. I, you guys got. I hope you guys watched the game because he had he had some dimes in the game. Granted, it is Panama, the so-called team Panama, <laughs> but it was just nice to see. And then obviously we have Tyler Adams, McKenny, Unit, Musa in the midfield. Um, McKenny, he's he's his. I think his prices started to become viable again because when he went to Juventus, his optic, um, his optic base was going for sixty dollars. Now they're going back to like fifteen dollars. I know he was he didn't have like anything on a stat sheet, but it looks like he's giving the keys to do whatever he wants too. Would you guys? Yeah, yes. Yeah. Would you guys be? Would you guys? I don't know. Do you guys think it's a good time to look into McKenny right now, or he's still kind of like he is who he is? You want to go, Luigi? Oh no, he looks like he's doing something. Uh, I think he's still he he is who he is. Damn. Like I don't because when I was watching that uh, Wales. USA game, he looked like he was trying to be like Ronaldo out there doing all those crossovers and skill moves and then end up just dribbling out of bounds with it. I'm like, oh man. <laughs> and then uh, there's a couple points in the Wales game as well. He lost the ball in the midfield, if I remember correctly, which I'm like, oh man, that's classic. Not classic, but that's what I remember seeing from him before this whole uh, international break for USA really well i think i think he's been a lot better you know i think i think he's definitely a lot better um i i think he still tries to do too much a little bit but he, he there's the quality i mean you could tell he's playing like you could put you could tell he's diff- a little different though right like juventus football has changed him a little bit i, I say he's been watching uh, ronaldo too much in practice you know <laughs> <laughs> oh man but i i think mckenny is starting to become viable again because 15 i know i've at the time when he made that transfer, everybody was like, oh, let's buy McKenny, McKenny, McKenny. But I was just like, at $60, I don't think so. But $15, now I'm starting to think maybe, you know, I don't know. It only takes a few goals and all these guys are going to hype him up. So, I mean, including us. That's true. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. Um, oh, Luigi, you good? No, I was just going to ask, has he been playing in uh, Juventus? He's been getting playing time? Yeah, yeah. He, I think he's been subbed on a few times. Like, okay. I mean, he's, he's done spot starts like before he got COVID and then when he got COVID now they're trying to work him in. Mm, okay. Okay. So that's good. Yeah. 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 I mean, $15 doesn't sound too bad at all. So. I mean, would you pay $15 for Eunice Musa? Oh yeah. 
<laughs> no hesitation there. No hesitation. All right. So Ulianis, he he's another um, winger as well. Plays for Wolfsburg. He's on loan for this other team. I'm not sure what what team this is, but he is on loan. Um, he, I don't think he has a card yet, but like that's he, a Dutch team. Hern, I'm not even for not trying yeah. to pronounce that, but I know that's a Dutch team. Interesting. Yeah, I think he's probably one of the more exciting wingers. But like, like I said, we—I don't know how much time he's gonna get, just because there's gonna be Pulisic and Reyna basically taking. The Pulisic is fit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I, I know Pulisic is there, but he needs to be there. <laughs> he needs to be there. So, but Ulianas, look, definitely keep an eye eye out for him. He he's been a player that's always impressed me when he's always on the pitch. So. Yeah, that's that's some that's a name you can think of. I can't, I can't give you more value because there's no cards of him. <laughs> so, and, and the last guy, the last guy, Nicholas, the new number nine, right? Um, Nicholas Giacchini. Uh He he got two goals, a brace, and he he plays in League League Two, uh, three goals in eight matches. Do you guys see him playing a little bit more? Were you guys impressed by him, or it was just like? <laughs> It was Panama. It was Panama. I mean, he was definitely a better. I think he was definitely an upgrade against with Legette. But then again, it could have been just because it was Wales. <laughs> so, but what made it easy for Nicholas was that the the play a lot of the runs off the ball was more vertical, so that helped him create space. Like what happens? It, it's a whole entire technical thing, but um, I don't think he's going to take over the role. I think he. You know, he's there to just help the team. You know, it's always nice. We don't have any number nines at all, like any really established ones, except... Who who you sh- who is the number nine for USA? Is Zardes. Still jo- Zardes. Zardes? Yeah. Well, we'll Altador will be there. Yeah, Altador would be there, but it's just he always... He's just like... He's on the Pulisic plan, so... Oh, low <laughs> management, huh? Yeah. And, and Josh Sargent. Josh Sargent's there, but I think Josh Sargent's probably pissed because I feel like this could have been his going... You know, this game that... To, to really put his name out there, but did Bo Holter not call him up? No, he did. Uh, just, he did. He did. Werder Bremen didn't let him go. Um, yeah. they're probably Jeremy's too worried about COVID. Smart yeah. for them. <laughs> I mean, they they pay his his salary, so that's true. <laughs> yeah, is that if work said that to you? You couldn't go traveling because of COVID. What do you do? I said yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> 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 all right all right but yeah that's that's it about individual performances like i said i um i think the whole entire team is really exciting to to watch and everything but but other than that man i think there's just there's just i just can't wait for another next set of games next matches be, for usa when are they i have no idea i know it's it's gonna be a long long it's time oh uh, i think there's a december one I, but that's mls yeah, that's all MLS, like American-based players. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. There'll, there'll be another set of pod, podcasts I could do as well because there's a lot of tantalizing talent in MLS. So. Hey, let's talk. We got we got to do one for MLS. Talk about my boy, Joseph Martinez. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Is he back? <laughs> is he back? Wait, yeah, is he back? Well, the season's over, so I'm pretty sure he'll be back whenever the season picks up again. Oh, so not really. Yeah, so Atlanta no, has been no. bad. This year. Atlanta is horrible. Yeah, dude. Hey, but Orlando City, man, first year in the playoffs. Bob's going to the playoff game. So yeah, I'm going. Let Saturday. us know how that. Go- I mean, uh, unless Luigi, are you going? You never told me. Oh damn, Bob. Uh, where's the invite, though? <laughs> damn, I couldn't get you a ticket. 
Yeah, that's exciting uh, times, man. Exciting times. Again, against New York, right? Yeah, New York FC. Where it all started. That's the first ever game Orlando City That's played. the first ever game. Yep. Yeah. So so. I was there for that one too. I was there for Probably that one for too. The- I was not. I was not. It was crazy. Good one. Good one, good one. Anyways, I okay, Bob. You have another segment, a quick special segment, right? Yeah. Um, I what, just, what is this segment? Because I have no idea what this is. I just want to know like how biased you are towards USA players. So right, I it. just looked up uh, player ratings for the Panama game. This is just for the Panama game. So I'm just gonna name like a couple of players and see what you give them at a scale right of one to ten. Wait, so is this is this like the this is uh, from MLS.com, MLSsoccer.com. So. Okay, and I'm guessing the Panama player. No, this is USA player. Oh, okay. Right. Player okay, rating. okay. This is a good. This is actually a good segment. Okay, and Luigi We're can chime go, in too. Okay. Uh, Giovanni Reina. Giovanni Reina. What do you think? Uh, so out of ten. What do you rate him? Out of ten. Yeah, out of ten. Out of ten. I think um, six point five. Dang, you are harsh. harsh well, Luigi, what do you think? Soccer, Luigi, what do you think? No, I agree with that. Six point five is yeah, fair. Six point five. MLS Soccer gave him a seven. So, oh, I was. We were close. We were close. That's close. All right, uh, McKenny. Oh, you know what? I okay. Do I give my rating or do I give like what I think MLS was gonna give? No, you give your rating. Okay, my rating. I think it'll be like definitely seven point five to eight. You Luigi? I don't. I don't even know you watched the game or not. Uh, from the things I saw, I'll give him an eight. Damn. All right. 7.5. You sure you didn't look at this, Brian? Oh, my God. <laughs> Bro, I'm not being biased. I'm just telling you how it is. All right. We'll give uh, Musa. Let's go one more. Musa. Oh, oh actually, th- one more after this one. Okay. Well, well, Luigi, why don't you go first so it doesn't seem like you're, like, copying my number. <laughs> Seven, s- 7.8. 7.8. Oh, that's what not bad. What the hell was that? Um, I think he got a nine. I thought he did very, very well. I, I, I. MLS Soccer gave him a seven. Really? Yep. So you got little stars for him, man. Little fangirl. <laughs> he played for Valencia too. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> All right. Last player, Sergino Des. Sergino mm. Des. Okay. I think he got like a 7.2. 6.8. 6.8. Maybe I should have said they did like 0.5 rating. Okay. 7.5. No, 7. 7. 7. Oh. Yeah, 7. Yeah, you got a seven. All right, man. Uh, All right, Sam, okay. That's too easy. Too easy, bro. So, give, give us a hard one. So anyone Valencia, Brian gives them like an extra two points. <laughs> hey, but hey, that's fun. That's that's cool. That's a cool segment. So thank, thanks, Bob. I just want to see where your mind was at. Honestly, we should probably do that more often for when we start talking about games. That'll be really cool. So, all right. So any, any closing comments, guys? Are, are you guys excited about the future of the U.S. men's national team? Definitely excited, man. Yeah. You guys like talking over each other. We knew what we were going to say. <laughs> Bob, what do you think? I can't wait for 2026 when yeah. they, when they uh, automatically qualify for the World Cup. <laughs> There's no questions about that. No questions about that. <laughs> All right, guys. But let's we're going to close it out real quick. Um, make sure to rate and review. You guys got this far to the podcast. Um, whenever you guys make a review, that really means a world to our metrics to our algorithm to our brand and you really that's all we ask for so if you guys just you know drop a like review it especially if you're on apple podcast i mean if you are on apple podcast make sure to do that and yeah and we'll read your review and lastly there's a few other things we have we have a youtube channel we just released a cool game show that was awesome i think a lot of people think luigi won uh, i would like to have a word with those people <laughs> 
and we have a Twitter. We have a Twitter now. So um, Bob's been on Twitter a little bit. Luigi's been on Twitter a little bit. We're trying to learn the game. So S at SLI Cards. Check us out there. You'll see our hot takes. And obviously our Instagram is at Sunday League Investors. So with that being said, guys, it's been a pleasure. We'll talk to you all soon.